It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor. Comment vas-tu? Very well. Bien, très Comment bien. Comment vas-tu? How are you? Uh, how are you? You are good tonight? Bien. Okay, great. Doing good. Well, listen, we are all, Simon, on this show, The Rendezvous, about love and dating and romance. And... Romance you, the French romance experts. And humble servants. And humble servants to us, thank God. What would we do without <laughs> you? But I want to talk tonight about, in the beginning of the show, about first loves. Mm-hmm. Because uh, it's funny, I was watching The Family Feud the other day. <laughs> My family always watches The Family Feud. It's one of those shows that we can all play together and mm-hmm. watch together with a 12-year-old daughter that's not like too racy or anything. But one of the questions was, uh, you never forget your first blank. People wrote Kiss, people wrote uh, House. I said immediately, first love. First First love. love. Do you remember your first love? Absolutely. Okay, and I remember mine. Yes. And if you think about it and you're listening, you know who your first love was. Was it high school? Was it junior high? Was it elementary school? (laughs) Was it your cousin? I mean, kidding. Some Uh, people go there. Some people, maybe, I don't know. Very Um, far away cousins. Far away, distant, third, fourth, maybe first. I don't know. But I want to talk about first loves because you and I Mm -hmm. are going to take a very bold step. Yes, we and are. Yes, and I'm so excited for our listeners to know what we're going to do. And let's talk about it next when we come back, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're free to call anytime, 855-905-8255. We are talking first loves. We want to hear your story next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thank you for listening. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, Marcel. Angie Taylor. We are talking about love. Yes. I mean, we always talk about love on this show. Yes. We're advice, and uh, we are taking topics and ideas. And tonight, I want to talk about love in particular, your first love. Are you in love right now? Are you looking for love like Simon? Simon, looking for love. I'm married. Yes, you are looking for your soulmate, your other half. I am. I am in love. I am married. Um, We all had our first love, though. Maybe you haven't had your first love. Some people have never been in love before. Possibly. Simon, I want to talk to you about your first love. Take us back to Simon Marcel in Paris, Francais. And who was this woman that captivated your heart? How old were you? Tell us. It was uh, maybe the most enchanting moment of my you know young romantic life i was 13 years old she was 13 years old she was a little brunette cute mm-hmm. and, and I her was name tall was and goofy her name was christabel you went to school together we're in the same class you and christabel but she was the best in the class i was not she sit in the front row yeah, of course in, the yeah. best in the class is always in the front she had little round glasses oh cute she, yeah and you like the smart girls i do uh-huh and but she was very pretty and also kind of hard to get not like if you're not smart, I don't talk to you. It was kind of like that. And you're 13. You don't know. Both 13. Right, I've right. never kissed anybody. I've right. never held anybody's hand. This okay. is first. Yes. So uh, it took a lot of courage to get that note. There was a little note I wrote, which I gave to my friend Vincent. And I said, go to give to Christabel. Uh-huh. And the note said, est-ce que tu veux aller au cinéma? Do you want to go to the movie? Oh. Yes and what did she say? no. It's a question mark. Yes. She sent back. She wrote yes. And Did sent, you do the box sent, where you check no, yes or no? I, no, okay. that's an American thing. We're that just, is an American yeah. thing. <laughs> so she said yes, we sent back the note. And Angie, uh, the most exciting and scary moment of my life was we went to the movie. And the right before the movie starts, I said to myself, I got to ask her if I can kiss her, right? Mm. And I said. On the first date. 
On the first date, because wow, yes, brave. Yeah, we, oui, ah, oui. but I couldn't wait anymore. I've waited yes. for you for months, you know. And I said, "Est-ce que je peux t'embrasser? Can I kiss you?" Ah, uh, and she said, "And that's cute at 13. It's not cute at 35, no. but it's cute at 13." And she yes. said, "Oui, yes." Ah, and you kissed. And then French kiss. French, we French kissed. Were you scared to death? No, I was so excited. Oh. I felt. Um, listen, that moment of magic with Christabel. I was so in love. It was enchanting. And then I kissed her. Like she couldn't see any any of the movie. I think I was like um, on her like for the two hours. You were so, that was your first kiss. First kiss was your your first everything. No, no, okay. just a kiss. Just first we, kiss, we, and that was your first love though. Oh la la! How long were you together with Christabel? I would say from thirteen to fourteen. A year, about, about a year. A year. So we were about the same age. So thirteen, you're what? like seventh grade, eighth grade, going yeah. into eighth grade. Yeah, yeah. I was the same age. I want to hear yours now. Yeah. So the boy was Steve Gorg. His name was Steve. I was at a Steve. new school. I love that. I was brand new at the school. I knew nobody. Okay, and a girl comes up to me and says, "The most popular, cutest boy in school has a crush on you." And mind you, at thirteen, <laughs> we're middle school. I was the tallest girl. I was the first developed girl. So, I mean, it, it just that works helps. out that way. I'm I'm tall. I'm 5'9". Tall and beautiful. I'm not as tall as our girl Jill. But when you're a tall girl in <laughs> middle school, you're always the tallest because girls grow faster than boys, right? For sure. So, I'm sitting back thinking, oh, maybe I have the pick of the litter. I'm the tallest. I, I have boobs before everybody else. This might be a, a good thing. However, Steve and I dated... From we decided to be boyfriend and girlfriend then in uh, right before eighth grade, I did not kiss him until ninth grade. That's how long we were together because we were both new. Why so long? I was scared to death, and I kissed him in front of a bunch of friends because they were pressuring us, saying, "You guys have we've never even seen you kiss before," but everybody knew we were together. And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Okay, so I kissed him, French kiss, first time. In front of a bunch of people. Then after that, I can't that, believe you did it in front of a bunch of people. A that bunch itself, of people. I find courageous. Uh, well, but you know how it is when you have your first kiss. Then that's all you want to do for hours oh, and yes. hours and days. He was my first kiss. My first ooh la la. Two years later, so ooh. we were together from the end of seventh grade until the beginning of eleventh grade. So how old is eleventh grade? Uh, sixteen at that point. Okay. So we were together that entire time. It was your first everything. First everything. But oh, then. La, 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 la. But then. But then. The end. And because who? Well, we were both virgins. We both had the ooh la la. And then he was like, I need to go see what else it's like out there. And I was devastated. He left you? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, revisionist yeah, yeah, history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to tell our listeners actually what we have planned for our first loves because we're going to find them. We're going to try find to find them. them. We have to find no, them we're wherever going to they find are. Them. Yours is in Paris. Yes. Mine should be in Paris. Mine is back in Minnesota. We're going to find them. But I want to talk about your first love. Who's yours? What's your story? 855 905 8255. When we come back, let's take calls, Simon. Mm-hmm. On the rendezvous. Welcome back. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're all about love, and tonight we are talking about first love, Simon. Yes, we are. We both told our stories. We have very similar stories. Same age Mm -hmm. at 13 when we fell in love. 855-905-8255. Let's go to the phones. I want to hear our listeners' stories as well. Mm -hmm. And so right now on the line, we have Kira listening on Mix 106. Hey, Philly, Northeast Philadelphia. Yes. Hey, Kira. Hello, you guys. Bonjour. 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 Bonjour, Kira. Um, My first love, wow. I was probably 11, 12. 
Ooh. And my, I know, I know. Ooh la la. Yes. <laughs> and it was very, very just like hand holding, and and I was he was my first kiss. His name was Aaron. Aaron. And you always forget the name. You always forget where you were when you kissed him the first time. So where were yeah. you, and what happened? So my mom babysat other kids in the neighborhood and uh-huh. so and he lived nearby so he she would babysit him so it was in my bedroom actually and it, it was in your like, room and, and did your was. mom let you be in the room with Aaron with the door shut yeah because wow. I don't know we were 11, 11 wow. she probably thought oh, okay. oh these are all the kids I watch nothing's gonna go Little down that you know yeah mm-hmm. yeah it just happened and it, it was kind of like an acquiescence and, and we were talking about it, and we're like, "Have you ever seen anybody kiss?" I'm like, "Yeah, I've seen somebody kiss." And so neither like, you, neither of you, had ever no. kissed before. No. Okay, Kira, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you right there because I want to hear the rest of the story, and I know Me our too. listeners are on the edge of their seat. I love these stories. Me too. Uh, that's romantic. They're always so innocent and so sweet. Yeah. So, Kira, can you hang on one second with us? Totally. Cool. I want to hear the rest of the story. And we're talking about first loves tonight when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're all about love and we're talking about first loves tonight. I'm finding, Simon, you and I both 13 when we fell in love for the first time. Both 13, yes. And that's about the age group we have on the line listening in Philly, Kira. So, Kira, you're talking about your mom babysat in the home, a bunch of kids. Aaron, when you were, did you say 11, 11 years old in your room? Yeah, 11 or 12. I, I don't remember exactly. But okay. And you had the we, first kiss. So right. Yeah. And how did that kiss go down? So um, he had asked me, had I ever seen anybody kiss or, or had I kissed anybody? And I said, well, I've seen people kiss, but not myself. And he's like, me neither. And we literally just leaned in. It was like, very there were sparks oh was it what was this a french kiss from the beginning um it wasn't but it was a long kiss <laughs> it was a long touching of lips kiss did you yeah. so how long after this whole situation did you and aaron mess around so to speak um we were pretty innocent we were just hand holding for a long time and then he was definitely the coveted male of, you know, middle Your neighborhood. school, high school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and yeah. did you date? Did you actually date for a while? It actually did not happen. We were just friends. and we, we, I was in the friend zone hard, hardcore mm-hmm. for a mm-hmm. while. He zoned you. That's not cool. <laughs> he zoned her, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, see, but... he got that first kiss out of the way, and he's like, okay, I got my first kiss. I want to see what it's like to kiss other people. <laughs> Exactly. Mm. I think that's just like the season for guys, for boys, you know? Yeah. Well, and it's um, innocent and it's so sweet. It's, it yeah. was. It was a good first kiss. I, I really look back on it fondly. I love know? it. And we you, were good you, friends. You never forget the first kiss, the first love. It's usually the same person, I think, because when you kiss somebody for the first time, there's the it's electricity. Oh, Especially magic. we're all adolescents, we're all hormonal. It's the most amazing thing ever. Kira, I love this story. Thank you so much for sharing your sweet innocent story. I want to yes. let you know you, what Kira. Simon and I are going to do. Imagine finding Aaron now and hang on and listen to what Simon and I are about to do. I'm going to tell you when we come back, okay, on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie.
This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, 855-905-8255. We're talking love. We talk love every night, Simon. Every night. Love, relationships, romance. Dating. And we're talking about our first love, and that touches on a point. Yeah. You're talking about Christabel. It sounds so romantic. Christabel Motuel. 13. First kiss. Beautiful. Paris. That's romantic. My first also 13, first Minnesota. love. Minnesota. What's more romantic than Minnesota, right? For me, it's romantic, the, <laughs> the lakes and all. Well, it is beautiful yeah. once you're a grown-up and you understand. If you're in a trailer park in Blaine, Minnesota, it's not that romantic. I but, give you that. So first for me, also 13 years old, seventh summer of seventh before eighth grade, Steve, love of my life <laughs> at that time. Steve. Beautiful. Most gorgeous man. Uh, boy, I should say. And we kissed because our friends pressured us because we had been dating, mm-hmm. so to speak, or going together for months. And everybody said, well, we've never even seen you guys kiss. They, I don't think they believed that we were really together. Mm-hmm. And neither of us had ever kissed. We were both virgins. We'd never kissed anybody. And we kissed under a tree in our friend's front yard uh, in front of everyone. It sounds romantic, but it was- fabulous. I was scared to death. However, you know, after that, you kiss forever. Um, once you have that first kiss, oh, yeah. oh, it's, no, no, that's no, all no. you do. My face was red all day. <laughs> so we dated until almost 11th grade, and all we did was kiss and make out. We both were virgins, lost our virginity right before 11th grade. Do you so know two, what year, he, two years later? Yeah, two years later. Do you know what he did? No. What did he do? I've had it. Thank you. And bye. And it Right was after? P- not much longer after that. Like a month later? Yeah, about a month later. And it was on to the next one because he's a boy. He's a young man. He's 16. We were 16, 17 almost. And he wanted to see what else was going on. We've been together since seventh, eighth grade. And that you was You must it. have been devastated. 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 How devastated? Oh, oh, la, la. I was so devastated I wanted to get back at him. But in my mind, my thought, because I was a virgin, was mm-hmm. as soon as you have sex with somebody, they leave. So I didn't okay. do it again until I was like 19. Um, but I started dating a boy in school who was older than us and had a car. And that, to a 16-year-old boy, is very oh. devastating. So there's some so revisionist funny. history that goes on with Steve. He says, yeah, you dated this guy with a car to make me mad, <laughs> and he tried to run me over one day when I was on my bike. I'm like, well, that's what you get for hitting and quitting, right? Absolutely. <laughs> so we were having this conversation mm-hmm. about first loves. We've all talked about it here on the show. And, and we so all I, have a first love. We all do. And we it's all universal. Thought, yes. And we all thought, what would it be like to be in touch with our first love right now? What are they doing? Simon, we're both in our 40s now. Where are they now? It's kind of like a VH1, where are they now? That's right. Where are they now? Mine is in Paris on the other side of the Atlantic. Yes. Mine is in Minnesota in a single... Well, was a single dad. I've since found out he is remarried and a stepfather and a father and married. And also we can say, because that's, you know, I think it's true. I think he still have a special place in his heart for you. I have a special place in you his do, heart. You do, but I think he does. Well, why are you saying this? Because Bec- I want our listeners to know we're reaching out. Yes. At- yes. The exchange you have, I think the way he wrote to you was so sweet. So I thought... Maybe, and I'll ask him when I talk to him well, about that. Simon and I are both trying to get our first loves on the air. Yes. I want to find out where are they now. I want to find out what have you learned about love since we were 13 when we first fell in love because you never forget your first, but what is love like for you now? True. Because I know everybody's curious. If you're not on Facebook, you know, uh, stalking your first love, hmm. you really want to know what has their life been like. So we are in the process and it's going to happen 
I think Christobel is agreeing that maybe she will come on the show. Yeah, I think so. I think we're going to get her to uh, to speak to her from Paris and Good. be with us one night late. That's very extra that she's going to be on from Paris. Very cool for her to agree to do that. Yes. And, so, and Steve. I'm finding that Steve is agreeing to go on as well. In Ooh. fact, Steve said, I would like to get back the rest of my heart from you. That's what I just <laughs> was thinking about. However, he's married now with children. And so... Yes, and mm, so are you. So Yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. So don't read more <laughs> into that than what it is. Exactly. He's being sweet. But we'll see what Christabel has to say, you know, when you ask about how... I, I can't wait. It will be interesting what she remembers the first kiss I after can't what wait. I just told you. I bet you our stories are different from their stories, don't Probably. you think? Probably. Probably different. <laughs> we have a different memory than Yo. they have. It's been a very long time. It's been about 800 years, but... Almost. I just wanted our listeners to know, and I can't wait for that to happen. So we'll let you know when we schedule that and get them on the air. But in the meantime, let's come back. I want to do a bonjour, Simon yes, Marcel. we have that. Somebody bonjour, needs, bonjour, bonjour. Yes, somebody needs your help, Simon. They need some love advice. I'm here to serve. That's next. Our email is simonandangie.com if you want to send us an email, but we'll do that next on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're all about love and dating and romance. Yes. And we're all about answering your questions and That's giving right. you advice. Simon, you have the best advice. Oh, We have the best advice. We do the best we can. You have... Romance and realism. An uncanny way of really digging deep with people. And I love that about you. Thank and you. so people really want your honest truth. Simonandangie.com if mm. you have a question that you want answered on the air. So let's do that right now. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. This comes from Dana. Dana is listening on Mix 93.1 in Springfield, Massachusetts. She says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Dina. I'm divorced. Mm -hmm. I'm starting to date again, but I don't really know what I'm doing. That would be hard. Uh, my main question for today is about response time. I have a job that requires me to be on my phone all the time. So any text, email, notification that I get, I see it right away. So if a guy texts me or sends me a message, since I see it immediately, should I respond right away? Or does that make me look desperate? She's used to responding right away because of work. But now we're talking about love, Simon. And I want to get your answer on this because... I don't like games in relationships, and I don't like games when it comes to courting. Mm -hmm. However, I think sometimes you can scare somebody away if you seem too eager. Even it doesn't matter if you're 12, 25, 45. I feel like you can scare people away with a little too much thirst. So, <laughs> yeah, It's a key question. Yes. Yeah, so right? when we come back, Simon, I want to get your answer to Dana, who's looking for your help. When Good, we, I'm here to help. Yes, you are. When we return on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Our email address, simonandangie.com, mm -hmm. if you have a question. And we do have one on Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Yes, bonjour, Dina. Dana wrote in and she said, hey, I'm starting to date. I'm divorced. But my main question is I have a job that makes me respond immediately to every text, notification, email. Now guys are texting me. How long do I wait? Should I text right away? I'm used to doing that, or do I look desperate? Dina, first of all, thank you for your email uh, very much. I'm in the same situation than you, so I know this thing. You know, I just met somebody, we're reconnecting about text, and so I... And what did I tell you? And you told me to 
to answer and to be myself. Be yourself. So Angie gave me that great advice. We were talking, we were actually on the boat, if you saw that video, and I don't know if I should answer or not answer right now. And she said, don't worry about it, just be yourself. So my be advice yourself. to you is Angie's advice to me. Answer when you want to answer. Yes. Right now is fine. I think we should all answer right now when we can, not when you can. When you want to, do it. I think the game of texting later makes no more sense. We are all adults. And so just answer. I'm not into the game either, Simon. I and, know you're not. That's and when you, you were yes, when you were texting with somebody, you were afraid of seeming eager, too thirsty, too, or too, thirsty, whatever. And I said, just be you. And if the person is down with it, they're down with it. If they're not, then you know who they are. I at the same time, what else did I tell you? Because you did text one time and you didn't get an immediate response, and then you freaked out. And then I freaked out for right. the whole few hours and asked everybody advice. So, and then Angie said to me, she said, "Don't worry, about it. she's gonna love you as you are, and and don't freak out. She doesn't answer right away. She might be busy. She might be doing. She was working. She was wor actually, she what was happened? Working. Well, she did answer later because she was working. Right. You know, until late that night. So Angie was right. Your, your advice, by the way, for all the, those communication advice, there's nobody in the world than Angie on what to text, when to text, and how to answer it. Well, I have game. I will oh say my that God. I, I have game. Whether or not I can follow through with my game no, is a listen. different... But I have game. So, <laughs> Angie, no, you definitely have game. And so, uh, I think you would agree with Do me, Do what Angie. you feel. Do what you feel. Yes. You feel like answering, answer. Great advice from... Yo, great advice. Well, you get the credit on this one. That's it's A. No, I'm just passing the, uh, the advice on We're this one. We're a team, and we all learn as we go, right? Yeah, so, well, thank you so I much do. for writing in. When we come back, more of The Rendezvous with Simon. Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonjour. So, Simon, we were just talking to someone who said that, uh, how, when am I supposed to text somebody? They're very eager. What am I supposed to do? And you had a great question when we were off the air about texting, because I know you're texting with a girl right now. So, yeah, there's somebody I like. So we started exchanging texts, and she guides me, you know, and she does it really wisely about when to text. And she said, text it when you feel it. And then I ask Angie, I just ask, when is the time to go from a text to a phone call, Angie? When is mm. it time? Because I really believe that it's the next best thing than face-to-face, -face. Well, a phone call, not just text. It's funny because uh, last week we were at an event. One of my girlfriends showed up that was going on a Tinder date. Uh -huh. And she said to me, hey, um, I'm going on this date again. She said, I've been on 20 Tinder dates. And since the beginning of the year, I'm like, oh, my gosh, that must be exhausting. And she said the thing that she does with everybody, because you text back and forth. That's how you start usually now, especially with apps and everything. She said, but the one thing I do before I go out on a date with anybody is to have at least one phone call because you can't tell tone on text. Absolutely. You, you can't tell intelligence on text. You can't tell response time. You can't tell if somebody is hesitating it, or being... A lot of times you have to hear the voice, right? It would be like reading the words of a love song without the music. <gasps> oh, my God. Write what? it down, Jill. No. Simon says, hi. Yes, that's yes, exactly right. right. A phone be call. Because you don't get the emotion. You can't hear uh, the tone of someone's voice, the tenderness or the... The, the music of their voice. The hesitation, the anxiety, the whatever the it is. The high pitch, the low the pitch, pitch. That says a lot. So I say to you, Simon, and it's so funny because I just read about this new app. You know, there's Tinder and all these things that everybody does. And you do all these texts and then you get together for a date before you ever speak. There's a new app called Hotline. Okay. And on this hotline. hotline, on this app, <laughs> you know, you swipe and blah blah blah. If you both match, mm -hmm. the only way you can match is that you if you have a phone call first. And I think that's so smart because 
a lot of times people are great on paper. Yeah. And you have everything. You like all your. They're checking all your boxes, and everything seems perfect, even on text. Uh-huh. And but you don't know. I feel like until you talk to someone, until you see them face to face, if they're really compatible with you. How is this verbal volleyball? Are you sending it back and forth? Is there any awkwardness? Is there pausing? Do they sound like an idiot? Like do you do you have the same beliefs? I feel like until you have that conversation, yeah. you don't really know for I sure. Agree and then you get face to face. And that's it. where the that's yeah because the chemistry, part comes. Yeah. The right? chemistry can only happen fully face to face. Exactly. Even if you like somebody's voice. You exactly. Have to feel it, see this the, the, the perfume smell. There's many things comes to face to face that the phone doesn't translate it's it's very hard uh dating through apps and things like that my husband and i dated long distance he was in la i was in chicago we text for a little bit and then we were on the phone every day for like a couple hours Angie, just remember how much time it took you from just texting to starting those phone conversations the next day it was for me the next day but i had known him for years and years prior but we never had phone conversations intense phone conversations that's where i fell in love with him though because that is a more intense date than the nervous sitting across from each other, having a drink, being on a job interview type thing. The the phone conversations about life and... It's true. I love phone conversations. So I say to you... Yes. When? Because you asked me. Yes. I think that since you're texting someone right now... you. And the last it's before days. you before you have a face to face date, mm-hmm. you must have that phone conversation because you might have a phone conversation and be like, I have nothing to talk to this girl about. I thought I did. It was great. But oh, my gosh, we have. It's so true. We're so awkward. So tomorrow, yeah. Tonight too late. But yes. Tomorrow. I'll tomorrow. Before you have your you first know. date. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because you might completely change your mind. Good advice, Angie. I'm, don't you think? Yeah. I hope I don't change my mind. But I, you know. Well, I hope you don't either. But. Hey, it's on. Thanks, you might Angie, be no. saving yourself from an awkward encounter. And and say yeah, exactly. So I will call her tomorrow right during on. the day. I like it, Simon. And go from there. No, thank you, Angie. Taylor. Very good. So yes, I give advice to anybody that before you have that <laughs> date, get that phone call in first. Okay. I agree, hundred percent. Right on. More of the rendezvous when we come back with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie taking your calls at 855-905-8255. Love, dating, romance, weddings. <laughs> we are in wedding season, Simon. Big time and summer. Yes, yeah. summer. I can't wait to one day uh, hear the news, Simon, that you are going to get married. And do you know what I will do? What will you do? I will grant you the honor. To I know a- you're friends with the Pope, but I will grant you the honor of officiating your wedding. <laughs> Which, 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 I hope so. Which Simon would be like, oh my God, no, please, I cannot. But I am an ordained minister. I know that sounds funny, the way I talk. Um, <laughs> but because of radio, yeah. uh, sometimes, you know, in, an, in Illinois, uh, they legalized gay marriage a couple of years ago. Yeah, we had the good. opportunity to officiate a gay marriage. What had happened was the person I work with ended up doing the whole ceremony. I didn't get the opportunity to do so. So my first... Uh-huh. Wedding that I am officiating is coming up in just like two weeks. And I'm so excited and I'm so moved because it's somebody that's a very dear friend of mine and his fiance. 
Uh, the de- very dear friend of mine is the assistant producer on my morning show here in Chicago, on Kiss, Kiss FM. FM. Yes. yes, and he just walked into the studio. So Rufio, hi. Hello. Rufio, bonjour, Rufio. Oh, bonjour, Simon. Good to have you with us. <laughs> Thank you. So Thank I'm gonna, you. I'm going to put Rufio on the spot. Oh boy. Because I'm such a nervous wreck. <laughs> I'm totally a nervous wreck, and I... You are the nervous wreck? I yes. thought Rufio would be the nervous wreck. <laughs> are you nervous? Uh, I'm getting nervous. Yeah, we're like 20-some days away, so yes, it's it's uh, going to be a little nervous. I'm getting the, the nerves there. Biggest day of your life until you have kids. Yeah. It, so. it, it really is. And But you've been together for a long time. You say eight years? Yeah, eight, just a little over eight years. His fiance Jess, has told me 10. That there's a discrepancy <laughs> what? there. Yeah, but wait, we have to take a break. I want to um, talk about Rufio and his wedding okay. because I need advice. I've never officiated okay. a wedding. I've been married, and I know what <laughs> worked in my ceremony. But what was emotional, if you're listening about your ceremony, what do you want to hear Somebody standing before you, marrying you, say, are you just so nervous? I was so nervous. I don't blame you. I was, I, I almost passed out. I'll tell you the story when we come <laughs> back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love, romance, and dating, and marriage. Love and marriage. Yes. And it's the summer. You know what summer is. It's marriage season. I am officiating my first wedding. I'm an ordained minister, and it's extra special to me because it's somebody that I work with. The assistant producer of my other show, the morning show, Kiss FM in Chicago, Rufio is here. Hi, Rufio. Hi. So Simon, Rufio, Rufio, and I was discussing the fact that I'm super nervous. I'm sure the groom is very nervous. Yes. Yes. Wait a minute. On a scale of one to 10, how nervous are you? Uh, Right now, probably like seven. Seven. And G scale, one to 10, how nervous? A (laughs) thousand. What can we drink that day? Avion. Oh, yeah. Avion. Avion. Oh, no. Oh, Before av- to not oh you no. thought you meant Avion, Avion tequila. tequila. <laughs> not Evian water. Oh, no. God, that was funny. No, I almost had a panic attack before walking down the aisle. In fact, I was so nervous that they had to push me out, and I'm like, I got to go because my husband's going to think I chickened out. And my dress almost lit on fire. There were candles. Yeah, you I were there. That. Yeah, you were that. there, Rufio. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be officiating your wedding. I asked Rufio and his fiance Jess, Simon, my officiant asked yes. my husband and I to send us letters uh, about how we met, how we fell in love, what we love the most, a funny story, something that I could make their ceremony very personal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have yet to get a letter back from either of them. And this wedding is two weeks away. So why do you think I'm nervous? But you got the answer. You don't need the letter. I know, but I still... <laughs> I mean, wait a minute, wait a minute. Rufus here, so maybe you can tell us, but don't you think that she should really say in her heart and in her own words why she believes you two are a great match in heaven? Not so much what happened, <laughs> how you guys meet so much. I, I yeah, think that but... why you accepted for the first time in right. your life to do that because of your friendship for them, but also because why you believe in them. Yes, I and I agree. I, I want to find wrong? out what exactly no. Rufio wants when we come back. But yes. yes, I think you're right. That was my instinct. But I don't want to make <laughs> I don't want to make it about me at all. No. It's about them, right? So yeah. I know there's a reason they asked, and I I'm so appreciative and I love them. But I want to know so I can take notes. We want to know since I'm not getting a letter. Okay. When we come back on the rendezvous. 
This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's wedding season. It's love season. It's it always is. love season on this show. That, that is true. With our French romance expert, Simon Marcel. And our American realist, Angie Taylor. Oh, yes. Very real. I, I have uh, a real that's issue. That's for sure. Yes, I have a real issue right now. We also have Rufio. Say hello to Rufio. Bonjour, hello. Rufio. Bonjour. For, welcome to The Rendezvous. Thank yes. you. For our listeners, Rufio is the assistant producer of the morning show I do in Chicago on KISS FM. And a very dear friend of mine. We've we've worked at this radio station longer than I think anybody else. We How survived. many years? Yeah, I've been here. This year will be 10 years. 10 years. Since For both of us, both. yeah, okay. about 10 years. So Rufio is getting married in two weeks. I am the officiant. Congrats. I'm an ordained minister. I thought he was going to ask me to bartend at his wedding. <laughs> and I'm like, I am not bartending. And he's like, no, I want you to officiate. And I cried like a baby. You know me, she emotional. Did. Yes. Oh. So... I'm nervous because I asked Rufio and Jess, his fiance, to write these letters about what they love about each other. They've been together for almost a decade. Yes. The, the first meeting, some funny stories, what bugs you about her, this, that, and the other. So I need to know, what is it about your fiance? And I love hearing these stories. Me too. You've been together for almost 10 <laughs> oh, years. Put me on the spot What now. is it about her that you love the most? I love that she lets me be me. Like, yes. um, she understands, you know, especially with work and stuff like that. She's always supportive on my journey in, in radio from starting as an intern to uh, being part of the morning show now. So, and we had to make a lot of sacrifices, um, like where we've lived and, and, not being able to go out with friends and we've lost we've lost some friends because of you know our journey and what we've done but is it a money thing or just like you guys are busy or what what is the what has been the biggest struggle that you've gone through before you've gotten married i mean yeah and money is definitely an issue i mean we we we, neither of us make a lot of money. But, well, you're uh, in a different place. I can say that you're in your mid-30s now. When yes, you started dating, uh -huh. you were young. Yeah. And she was 20 years old when you started mm -hmm. dating. So things have changed. Yes. And, I mean, I just love her just because she allows me to be me and she understands and she laughs at my jokes, which... What do you love about her? I love that... I'm, I mean, she's the most beautiful person I've ever seen. I she love is. her. And she is... I love that she gives me attitude, like anytime. Like she, like she, she, she doesn't take my 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 crap. You know what I'm saying? She's like, honest. She, yeah, she'll 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 be yeah. straight up, right? Like I feel like I'm the funniest person in the world. She's like, that's not that funny. Like <laughs> <laughs> she's on. She's family at yeah. that point. Like she keeps me. It's she keeps me grounded. Yes, she keeps me humble. It's just like, especially like when stuff comes up through work. Like so, I get to interview this person. She'll be like, you know what? Don't. Don't take it too far. I need to ask you a little test questions we do in France, okay? Okay. Can you describe what she was wearing the first time you ever put your eyes on her the first date? Uh, well, Whoa. she had uh, like super, she's a hairstylist, so she had super like red, red hair. Mm -hmm. um, it was actually, one of the first times we actually hung out was my birthday. Yeah. And we met through a friend and she brought, her friend brought her to my birthday. She was actually wearing... Um, I don't know, like a not like a tank top. I don't know what it's called. It's like a tank top with the straps. It was like blue. Okay. She's like wearing spaghetti two, strap. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. wearing two of them. Double so, tank top. This yeah. was the nineties. That's what we wore. Double, double, Early two thousands. Yes. <laughs> double tank top, like a a white a blue one over a white one, uh -huh. and she had big red uh, hair. Yeah, big red no. hair. Okay. Question number two. Where did you kiss her for the first time? Uh, I kissed well. Because I know her version of the story. Kind of on my birthday. Uh -huh. Um, I was. Super drunk, and I kind of just like 
kissed her on her neck, like <laughs> I, like as a drunk, like I was dancing. Romance, we, man. we were dancing on the dance floor, and I just like you know went around like from behind and just kissed kissed her on her neck. That's mm-hmm. sweet. But um, but the real she t- she tells that story too, by the way. Yeah. Because I was asked, she does my hair. She's a hairstylist. She's okay. been doing my hair for years and years. Uh-huh. And I was trying to get the same questions out of her and i'm like when did you guys kiss the first time she's like yeah. he was so on me he wanted to kiss me so bad yeah. he kept like hanging off me all night and i think he was drunk enough that he had liquid courage yeah and she's like and then he was just all on my neck yeah and i'm like that's what did it she's like no i already liked him but yeah it it went there and and you but guys have been together since official first kiss was at another bar and in our hometown. Now remember, they were in their tw- early twenties. Yeah. Okay, and I just did the whole, you know, took my hand like on her cheek, on her neck, and then just kissed. Hmm. When, it, when the first time you said "I love you," man, <sighs> it was early in our relationship, maybe a month into our relationship. But just it, it you just, said just, it first. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she said, yeah. yeah, and she said it right back. It was, it was, magic. you knew, yeah, no, you knew, magic. Right. Congratulations, Wolfie. Thank you. This uh, is so exciting. I'm so excited. Did you write all that down, Angie? I have it and burned into <laughs> my brain. Get it. More of the rendezvous. Thank you so much, Rufio, for being on. Thanks. And no congratulations. Problem. Thank you. Yes, Thank you, guys. A million congrats. When we come back, more rendezvous. This is the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. We, Simon, talked tonight about love. Lots of love. Mm. I mean, it's always about love, but we talked about our first loves. Oh, that's, and that's because that's coming. We're both getting our first loves to come on the radio with us. On air, with us. From 13 years old, and we haven't seen them in, what, like 30 years or whatever. And by the way, if you have questions about us and our first love, just email us if you wanted to know something about how we all started. Email us anytime, simonandangie.com. If you want to hear that part of the show, if you want to email us about that, Simon, your FYI show, In Bed with Simon segments also. Oh, God, the last one, the would you, could you, just don't miss it. We have great episodes, so simonandangie.com. All you got to do is go to our website. There's 20 episodes almost there. Simon and Angie also Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of our social platforms. Make sure you check us out there. So yes, the first loves. Also, texting with someone new. When does the call come in? It has to come in, I think. And then we had our friend Rufio in here whose wedding I'm officiating. Mm-hmm. We were talking about weddings and the importance of that. And Simon, tonight during our texting with someone new segment, when we were discussing texting versus talking on the phone, you had a great Simon says that I loved. It should be emblazoned on a T-shirt. It should be a hashtag. It should be written in the stars. Can you please remind us, Simon, of your Simon Says? Thank you, Angie. I said just texting with someone you like is like reading the lyrics to a love song without the music. Ah, because you can't feel the emotion in the voice. The most beautiful love songs without the music, but just the lyrics just will words. never make you feel the same. That's right. So it's the same thing when it comes to dating. Text is the lyrics. You've got to add the music. With the music comes the emotions, mm-hmm. the depth, the, the the ups and downs. So Yes. Get on the phone. Get on hear the, the phone. voice. Hear get the in your, their face. Yes. See the expressions. Texting can be it's just dry. words. It's dry. No high pitch, low pitch. You have to hear the music of somebody's voice. A thousand percent. Thank you for the music of your voice this evening, oh, Simon Marcel. Thank you, Angie. At your service always. <laughs> and thank you for listening to us tonight. We'll talk to you soon. The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.